Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Your coordination and sound to stimulate around the eyes. Greatest and greatest wellness trends, treatments, and experience. Work. Magnesium is naturally found in foods like... This is the Well and Good Podcast. Tune in to find the wellness that fits your frequency. Happy end of 2021. We made it. Just barely. On today's episode, our final episode of the year, Taylor and I... It's me, Ella, your sometimes host, lover of walks and all things boundaries, have rounded up the quotes and moments that really stuck with us. And trust us when we say putting together this episode was a labor of love and quite a few laughs. There was a lot to choose from. We spoke to 89 guests, nine well and good team members, recorded and re-recorded, nearly 6,000 minutes of interview, And this episode marks our 42nd episode ever. (laughs) Woohoo! Thank you, Taylor. We can't wait to keep the good times, embarrassing moments, and uh, wisdom, other people's of course, not our own, coming in the new year. But before we ring in 2022, whatever that's going to bring, we thank you for tuning in every week sharing your thoughts with us via email, on social, and the reviews. And we invite you to join us for this trip down the Well and Good podcast, year one, memory lane. And I really wanted to call this episode simply the best because I'm definitely on a Tina Turner tip at the moment, just hoping we don't get pursued legally. But I'm happy to have an episode that's just our top of the top, creme de la creme, like a MySpace top eight, if you will. So I'll start us off from when we just launched the podcast in March. We talked to one of our faves, racial justice educator, spiritual activist, and author Rachel Ricketts on the Are We Well episode. And I think she really set the tone for where wellness should be moving and what we should all be looking for and how we can really make wellness adaptable for our own individual lives. This work is so important for us to awaken ourselves to like this acknowledgement of understanding of like who we really are and what really needs to happen for us to get where we need to be, telling us that we need things outside of ourselves to be well. And that's just not true. That's not real wellness, and that's not spiritual or well at all to me. To me, wellness and spirituality are about the things that we can partake in that remind us that we are God or goddess, like that I have all the tools that I need inside of me, and it's just a matter of like relearning and coming home to myself and to my heart and to what I already know in my soul to be true. like. 
to peel back the onions of all of the conditioned bullshit that we've acquired and return to who I really am. And here we are with my top pick of the year, which again, as a avid walker, I really felt like I've been waving that walk flag, maybe too proudly, in 2021. But it's sort of my biggest takeaway of the year. In our very, very, very early days, I sat down with some brilliant minds in the fitness and wellness space and talked about why we move. And I think the founder and executive director of Hike Club, Evelyn Escobar, just had the most beautiful things to say about what really gets us out and active and moving our bodies. I don't have fitness goals, but I do have movement goals. And I strive to move at least three to four times a week, whether that's hiking, riding my bike, walking around my neighborhood, whatever it is. And you know, a lot of people are married to results, are married to altering what is already there. And because I've really gone down this self journey of just like realizing I really hate going to regimented, you know, cardio classes specifically, that I just focus on making sure that I move. If you make sure that you move, if you make sure that what you're putting in your body is going to benefit you and, you know, you're you're working on on balance on in all the things, then you'll be just fine. So that is why I focus more so on just moving, period, and letting the cards fall where they may. And then one of my favorite earliest episodes was the friendship episode where we touched on a lot of things from loneliness to meeting people when you're not able to be outside meeting people. And we talked to two of the really most influential voices in friendship. They have their own podcast. Their voices are beautiful, but they also have a bunch of wisdom to drop. And so here's what authors and co-hosts of the Call Your Girlfriend podcast, Aminatou So and Anne Friedman had to say about why we are so lonely and why that might play out in our friendships. The thing that most people are trying to solve for in making new friends is that they feel lonely, you know, or they feel like they don't have the kind of friendships that they're looking for. But it's also possible that loneliness is actually just like a gap of communication with the community that they have right now. When we looked into all of the research about like the so-called loneliness epidemic, it wasn't about um, people saying they had fewer friends than at any time in the past. Like, in fact, it's remained pretty consistent. What has changed is that people feel this gap between the closeness that they want to feel or think they should feel in those friendships and then what they actually feel day to day. It's really about expectations. And that's what's sort of making people feel lonely, not literal number of friends. So my embarrassing but true fact is that boundaries was my New Year's resolution in 2021. And when we did the episode where we spoke to the queen of boundaries herself, Mina B., all about why we should stop calling boundaries selfish and just embrace them as a way to actually achieve well-being, it completely changed my outlook and I feel like finally allowed me to hold on to the boundaries I try so hard to create. Hopefully it did the same for you because this podcast (laughs) is just therapy for all of us sometimes. (laughs) Unfortunately. And here again is writer, wellness coach, and licensed therapist, Mina B. If we're going to have this narrative that boundaries are selfish, boundaries are mean, then when we try to engage in the act of doing it, it's most likely going to bring up uncomfortable feelings because we've already set this narrative that what we're doing is not okay for many people. And I struggled with it too. So learning to say no is one fundamental part of erecting boundaries. 
another way of erecting healthy boundaries is by teaching people how to show up in relationship with you, teaching people how to be in relationship with you. And so sometimes we have these rules for what that looks like. And so if I'm in conversation with someone and they start screaming at me, my boundary will be, please don't scream at me while we're having a conversation. Maybe that's something I'll say to my partner right? Recognizing we have to be the ones to teach people what it looks like to be in relationship with us. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. So I just turned 30 earlier this month and had a meltdown um, about that before my birthday. After my birthday, I was actually really wise and well-adjusted. But I went back and re-listened to Kate's episode on biological timelines And honestly, the whole episode is just like a juicy piece of fruit for anybody who's feeling like they're not on the right path. So highly recommend a re-listen. Everybody I know who might want to have kids one day or maybe doesn't, it's a really good sort of guiding light, a really good North Star to hold on to as you chart out what your next 5, 10, 20 years might look like. And here's what fertility specialist at Kind Body, Dr. Meredith Brower, had to say. Preventing pregnancy and planning for pregnancy are the flip side of the same coin. All the things that you do to prevent pregnancy are surrounded around, you know, ovulation and preventing ovulation or even just knowing when you're ovulating and avoiding sex when you're ovulating and and all of that. And then when you're ready, it's using that same moment, understanding that same physiologic process to take advantage of it in the other way. There's this period for very much of your life, right, up until you get to a certain age, people just want you to think about not getting pregnant. And then they give you this little window of time where they're going to put a lot of pressure, 28 to 32, they're like, are you pregnant? Are you, are you going to get pregnant? Are you married? Are you, what's, your, what's your plan? And then and they're like, it's too late. Sorry. Um, speaking of our plans for children, Taylor, I believe you had a nice conversation about this on the podcast. Unfortunately, I did. And unfortunately, that didn't get edited out. But yes, in leaving the nest, my mom thought that I was pregnant. Um, Go figure. What did you ask me the other day as relates to children? When are you going to, are you pregnant? No. (laughs) I've been doing that on a work podcast. While I'm definitely not ready to have a kid, I was definitely ready to leave the nest for the second time after being back at home during the pandemic. Licensed marriage and family therapist Melissa DeVars Thompson shared this advice for when you know it's time to go. When it feels right for you to actually leave your parents' home and you've established a routine and it hasn't been horrendous, right? Like Mm -hmm. for those people that it's been a really hard experience, they're ready to get out and their families are probably (laughs) ready for them to get out too. But the ones where it's been kind of nice, overall nice and pleasant and you've worked through establishing new boundaries and maybe you've gotten to get to know each other on a deeper level that you wouldn't have had the chance to Mm -hmm. had this not happened that i think is a silver lining of this pandemic all right these next few polls are really just um a psa if you will that therapy is for everyone the alternative name of this podcast 
Here is what Director of Clinical Content at Talkspace, Amy Kerbis, and founder of Therapy for Black Girls, Dr. Joy Hardin-Bradford, had to say. We have been collectively impacted by it. So we sort of had no choice but to talk about what was going on. We, and, we, and it helped that we were all going through it. And that collective conversation provided some momentum behind people trying therapy, talking about their mental health. We do make the very clear distinction that what we share on Instagram is not therapy, right? Like it's information, but you're not having a one-on-one session with me or any other therapist. We do hope you can learn from the information and use it in your life. Life, but it is definitely not therapy. So then in October, we went on a audio version of a run with a lot of our favorite runners in the running space. Mariner V, I think, captured a lot of hearts with a lot of things that she had to say. And so it's nice to end this episode with just her thoughts on running um, and her appreciation for the sport. It's a sport, right? <laughs> it's a sport. And I have to say that episode, as you know, the flag waving walker over here. Literally made me want to run. Did you run, though? No. <laughs> but I walked and listened to it. Maybe I ran like a block. Here is ultramarathoner, cyclist, and adventurer Myrna Valerio. Running has made me appreciate my body. And especially in a time where people with my kind of body are hated. But I have this incredible relationship with my body. I know what it can do. Uh, and it can do a lot. It can go very long distances. It can suffer through many illnesses. It can carry a child. It has made me appreciate the earth. And it's made me very aware and very appreciative of, of the land that I'm on. We hope you enjoyed this roundup of our favorite quotes. If you feel like we left out a favorite of yours, please let us know in the comments because, you know, we wouldn't want to exclude any of our favorite moments from this year's pod. Can't believe we're on episode, is this really episode 42? I think so. That's wild. Claps for us. We've done so much. Well, we will be back next year, also known as next week, with more of the Well and Good podcast, talking about everything from your astrological sign and what to expect for the year ahead. We know we all love astro, New Year's resolutions, why they're bullshit, and much more. And over on wellandgood.com, we will be launching our annual Renew Your Plan, which is basically just the tools and tips and tricks and recipes and workouts you need to feel like you're kicking off 2022 on the right foot. We've seen all those memes around the internet. We're not going to claim 2022 for ourselves. We're not going to say it's going to be the best year ever, but you know, hopefully it'll be fine. Can we say 2022 will be fine? Is that allowed? <laughs> there was a meme that said, nobody's saying next year is going to be their year because <laughs> we're all yeah. scared. But I'm it was like tiptoe quietly yeah, into just, the year ahead. Just tiptoe there with us. We'll be back on the pod. We made it through 21. I think that's enough. On today's show, you heard from many voices from past episodes. This episode was produced by Ella Dove, Kate Spees, and myself, Taylor Camille, along with many other hands and brains at Well and Good. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, share, shoot us an email. It's in the show notes of any of your thoughts or considerations. Mixing and scoring by our sound engineer, Joanna Samuel, and our theme music was created by Madeline Lakomsky and Matt Dinamenico. Our show art was designed by Jenna Gibson and Karina Masonette. And all thanks to everyone at Team Well and Good for a great year of pod.